0: So one of, the, one of the skills that many of us have sought to perfect in this day and age is the skill of moderating our news consumption. We each must discover for ourselves just how much news is enough for us to stay informed while also not being too much to overwhelm. Because this year has been so hard and frankly, so sad that it's easy for us to drown in the anxiety and and feelings of helplessness that an hour of cable news consumption can bring about. We need to, to learn the skill of knowing when to listen and when to tune out the news for our own sanity's sake. But to realize this is also to implicitly acknowledge, that the news has a, a tremendous power over us. For you see, the news shapes our perception of the world and of reality. It tells us what is going on and tells us what is important to pay attention to. But more than just this, the news tells us who we are, both as individuals and as a whole, and thus we need to be informed by the news as a a way of living into our connection with one another and with our world. And because the news has this power to shape our world, the news matters. And so too do messengers. And in light of today's lesson from scripture, I want to invite us into a bit of a thought exercise this morning. I want to invite us This morning to look at the Christian faith itself primarily as news. Let's look at Christianity as news about a message and a messenger. In the Christian faith, the primary messenger is, of course, God. And the news is God's love for us and for the world. And we need this news as we need this messenger. We need to hear messages of our inherent dignity and value before God. We need to hear of God's love for us. And we need to hear of God's call to work for justice and peace in this broken world. A fundamental component of the Christian faith is that God is a God of messages, a God of news. Now at its best, Christianity does place a high value on reason and logic, but it also insists that reason in and of itself is incomplete. We need revelation, which is another way of saying we need the news. We need God to reveal God's self to us and to share a message with us. We need the gospel, which after all means good news. Seen as a whole, the biblical story is a a narrative of God's often joyous and often troubled interactions with human beings. From the creation of the the first human beings, through matriarchs and patriarchs, lawgivers and prophets, apostles and disciples, God has always been present and interacting with human beings to share the good news of God's love. The biblical story itself is both the story of news shared, and is news itself. But what is clear from scripture is that as God shares this news, God is also inviting the listener to participate in the sharing and shaping of the news itself. The primary messenger might be God, but God always chooses to share the news with and through human beings. Each listener is invited to say yes to the news, say yes to the message, and thus the messenger, and then to bear witness to this news in their own lives and in their own context. In today's gospel lesson, we we begin by hearing that God has sent a messenger, an angel named Gabriel to a young woman named Mary. Gabriel's news is is seemingly incredible. Gabriel pronounces God's favor upon and and presence with a young woman who is an unmarried peasant. Gabriel promises that Mary will conceive and bear a son who will be called the son of the most high and will be given the throne of her ancestor, David. Gabriel's message is that through Mary, God will fulfill God's promise to and covenant with David, that David's lineage and throne would be established forever. This was the the promise we heard made in our first lesson this morning. And it was a promise that must have seemed long broken and out of reach to Mary and her people. Moreover, in response to Mary's faithful questioning, Gabriel shares the news that this child will be of the Holy Spirit. All of this will be God's doing, it will be God's news, but none of it will be done without Mary saying yes. We might imagine heaven and earth holding their breath in this moment, waiting to hear just what Mary's response might be to God's news. God will not override Mary's part in the sharing of God's news. For indeed, Mary is essential to the news itself. And let's face it, Mary has more than enough good reason to say no and to reject this message. Mary is unwed, and as Matthew's gospel makes clear, Mary is vulnerable to being cut loose by her betrothed and left exposed in a society where unwed women were particularly vulnerable. To say yes to God here is to to take a very precarious leap of faith. And what's more, Mary's exposure doesn't end with her ultimate marriage to Joseph, nor does it end with the birth of Jesus. Her whole life will be marked by this decision to say yes to God. Tragedy will always hover over her life and the life of her child. Mary's yes does not spare her the, the fear that would come with Jesus's public ministry, nor the grief that would come with his execution. For Mary, saying yes to God will mean danger in the world. For Mary, peace with God will mean conflict with the world. Nonetheless, Mary does say yes to God's message. Let it be to me according to your word she says to Gabriel, and thus she says to God. It is a a brash and audacious yes. She makes it with seemingly reckless abandon. She will not be spared the pain of her pronouncement. And yet, hers is the path of joy and meaning and faithfulness. Hers is the path of blessing and favor, both for her and for us. And in saying yes, she becomes a sharer and shaper of the message. She becomes a participant in God's good news. God still speaks. God still shares news. God invites, commands, and controls us to step outside of ourselves and to say yes to what God is doing in the world. And yes to the vision of God's kingdom of justice and peace. God's message is not always comfortable, nor always immediately comforting. At times, our saying yes to God's news will mean conflict with the world. And yet, it is only in saying yes that we will know joy and peace. It is only in saying yes that we will be a blessing to the world. It is only in saying yes that we will be able to embody and incarnate. God's love. We should not see Mary as an anomaly. Rather, she is a paradigm. Yes, she plays a pivotal role in the salvation of the world. Yes, in this way, her role is critical and unique. And yet her saying yes to God is utterly normal. It is something for the everyday. It is simply ordinary. Each of us is invited in our own lives to say yes to God's good news. Each of us is called to live a life of faith and trust as Mary lived. Each of us is called to say yes to God's message of love and forgiveness and grace. And each of us is called to take our part in the sharing of this message through our words and our deeds. Mary said yes to God's good news and became both a messenger and indeed a message. Let it be with us as well. Amen.